The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC, or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. And yes, that is the aforementioned me, Tony Lightfoot, here for the TWBC Podcast. This is the uh, the next episode. Good to have you on board. And uh, great to have a, a real special guest uh, join in on this uh, this particular episode. He is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Chris Parrish. How are you doing? I am doing great. Even after a long flight today, I feel awesome. Just took a ski ride, so I'm awake now. Good, good. And... Uh, so excited to be back. I did not make last year because I had COVID. Okay. So You actually had COVID. I did. Wow. And here I am. Okay. So Oh, I mean, over the last few years, I mean, you've been, you've been you've been skiing professionally since what? Like the the mid mid 90s, early mid 90s. Exactly. Okay. And yep. so you've been been in this game for a while. And I kind of get the sense that over the last few years you've taken a more relaxed uh, stunts, uh, being going into pro events and stuff like that, and your approaches into practice tend to be a little bit more lighthearted than they were way back uh, in the day. Was there a kind of an epiphany one day that you said to yourself, you know, I, I just got to take a step back here from all the seriousness and just and and just enjoy more about more about what I'm doing out there? Yeah, it's actually a great question, and the answer is definitely yes, and. Um you know, we all have mentors in life and big brothers and good friends. And one of my really big brothers is Wade Cox. And we actually had a really long discussion about this. And, you know, we kind of both just agreed and talked about, you know, keeping it simple, having fun, and not trying to go out there and, and win a tournament. You know, it's, I'm in a different time of my career right now where I've done so much and I'm, I'm happy. I'm at peace from what I achieved. And definitely a lot more lighter approach for sure yeah certainly i mean um, i mean i mean it was years and years ago i mean i mean i mean i'll go back to the days where i was announcing the pro tour and you were you were like the young buck coming through and uh pointing point out some great scores and you know and placing high on these pro tour stops you know but you kind of just had that steely focus you know i mean you were having fun but you were very much within this tight cocoon this yep. ball you know and and lord knows that god forgive anyone that got within within that bubble you know because they were they, they're in for a uh, for a time and a half yeah no i no i i totally hear you too and it's 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 really interesting too how has how you get older in life it's like the little things that you really appreciate you know like family time and being with your your parents or your friends and doing other things it's like it's now skiing is not everything you know and i'm really at peace with that okay and so and cut and, and with that piece is seems to be 
seems to be more consistent performances from you. I mean, I just I just saw you go go out there and just like run back to back thirty nines. I think mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't that back back to thirty nines or or yeah. an attempt at forty one? You know, and and those look like relatively straightforward kind of stuff. I mean, it, it's it. Is that kind of technique and that kind of approach to it something that you that you act, actively work on, or is it something that's a byproduct of your new, more mellow attitude to the sport? Um, no, I've, I've actually been, you know, I, I ski with Will Asher and, and John Travers quite a bit, and um, I've definitely been working on my t- technique this year a lot. Um, just put myself in the right body position in certain places and. I'm loving my new ski this year. I mean, that's kind of given me some confidence. And I've just been putting the time in with my training, and i got some great training partners as well. And, and um, yeah, I thank you for the nice compliment, Tony. I've been feeling pretty good. Not a problem, not a problem at all. And the, the ski to which you are referring to is the Omega Max, isn't it? Yes. They're from, from Syndicate. And, I mean, you're in your 40s, I mean, and... And you're in a, you're in an age where, I mean, I mean in any sport, I mean once you get to a certain point, the the calls from potential sponsors and potential supporters, you know, aren't coming to you as often as they should. But it seems that that Dave Wingerter and and Co. and and the and the good people that that train under the syndicate banner, you know, are are actively seeking see, seeking you to be. To contribute to the team, and uh, and to see greater performances from yourself. Yeah, one hundred percent. They are in my corner big time, and they've had my back. And I love being a part of the brand, and and I've had a, a blast. Um, you know, doing a lot of R and D for the for the Omega Max the last couple of years, and um, it's been awesome. So, so who does that ski actually suit? I mean, obviously, it suits you right down to the ground because mm-hmm. you had a, because you had a, a, a contributing factor into its design. But when it when it goes out into the marketplace and you see them populating the shelves in pro shops and that kind of stuff, like I don't know, like Bennett's Boat and Ski or Performance Ski and Surf and all, all those places, what kind of skier would reach for that ski and say, okay, this is the one for me? Yes, yeah, so the Omega Max is is made so so it's a it's it's a high riding ski. It's a high riding ski, but it actually feels deep in the water. It's a wide ski. I mean, the widest point on that ski is seven inches. Wow. Um, it's got the bevel design. It's not a deep concave, um, so it's really made for I would say the big dog guys, um, the high end skiers that ski you know under thirty six. And then maybe some of the big 36 guys like myself. Okay. So the bigger you are or the slower speed you go, this ski is the one for them. Yeah, we want to design a ski that's efficient with ZO. I mean, that was kind of the, the real platform. Is And ZO is zero is zero base scoring? No, zero we, off. Zero off, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. absolutely, yeah. And that was kind of the goal is like to, you know, we the way that system reacts, we got to have a ski that's, Super balanced, turns hard, but not turning hard deep in the water to, cr- to create load early. It's to be really efficient and light, and I love that ski. I mean, it's this year has surprised me on how well it's been feeling. <laughs> so it's kind of re- safe to say it's kind of rejuvenated you to a certain extent. 100%. All right. So you mentioned family. 
Uh, I mean, you, I mean your, fa- I mean your mother, uh, Debbie yeah. Parrish, has been yeah. a, a, uh, an integral part of your development, and Mike, Mike Parrish, yep. who formerly worked for NASA. And you know, I mean, I mean, we had convert. I mean, between between yourself, I mean, we had conversations about airplanes and aerospace and all that kind of stuff, you know. So I mean, but he, but he probably more than anyone else probably contributed the most towards your development yep. as an athlete on the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, my dad and I are we're best friends, and we still ski a lot together. And he was, yeah, he was definitely the huge contributor and part of, you know, building that foundation and. And all that time that we spent together, you know, since I was a little kid. And I mean, we mentioned briefly about his career in NASA just a, just a few moments ago. How 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 many opportunities? How much of an opportunity did you get to see, like un, under the surface, about what goes on with the shuttle program and all of that? I am I've been been very blessed and lucky. Um, a lot of astronauts actually do water ski, so they do come to the house. And then with my dad being a supervisor for the Endeavor, I got to go out there on the, the last launch to the launch pad. Uh-huh. You know, basically be under the space shuttle wow. before it took off. <laughs> got to go up to the top. Didn't go too far inside, but to be a part of that little small group to see the space shuttle on the launch pad was incredible. I bet, I bet, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just one of those life, once-in-a-lifetime experiences, you know, I mean, I, I kind of wish that, <laughs> the, the, I had that opportunity, I even wished I was, I would, I would have gone on Concord, and wished I would have gone on a 747, you know, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's just one of those moments that you got, kind of got to grasp, but anyways. Well, Tony, on that note too, I, I like to get you out to my parents' house, because my dad has a NASA room. Wow! I didn't get to tell you about earlier, and it is really, really cool. We've got everything from p- patches, signed patches, um, photos from space that have been taken, um, just different pieces of like space shuttle tile, and all kinds of really cool stuff. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely section off some time before uh, before the start of next season, mm-hmm. certainly, or, or may, maybe towards the end of this season, because coming up is the World Championships, which brings me to my next question. Now, well, the, you and the World Championships at the elite level, not, not the, not the, uh, not the easiest of histories to talk about. No. And the very first one did not start off well. I had my, um, my handle disqualified in Colombia because of the bar. The triangle was too big. So I guess the actual triangle was, I guess they said... So that, that was 1997. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was in Medellin, Colombia. So, and then you got disqualified for that. Then what happened with the subsequent World Championships after 97? 90, 99 was in uh, Milano. Yep. Okay, so what happened there? I actually, I broke the, the World Championship record. Um, I was top seed in the finals and I got second. Okay. So that wasn't too bad. No, well, you got a medal out of that. Yeah, sure. So that was good. So that so that must have boosted your confidence going into the 2001 season which which was supposed to be in Spain but moved to Rochetto. Mhm. So what happened there? So so um was that the one with the the stadium, right? No, a, no, no. The okay. one with the stadium was 1999. It's the one that Christy Overton Johnson won. Okay. Okay, but the one afterwards was at the Italian National Water Ski Training Center in Rochetta. Okay. 
So the one that had the the stadium, yeah, um, I had my gates pulled at thirty five, and it was Mike Morgan's last time on the U.S. team. We both had our gates pulled. <laughs> that was that one. Wow. But Rochetto is the one actually where I did really well. Okay, so that's twenty oh one. So you got so you got second there. Now twenty oh three, Swiss. Mm-hmm. So what happened there? You know that was the one that. Everybody was having so much trouble on the starts at 41. I mean, even even Mapple did. Remember that? Yeah, then, I think I did, yeah. And I think, and I remember, like, Jamie going toward that dock. He got, like, lean lock. And then I crashed terribly out of one ball going to, to two ball at 41. And then it just took, what was it, what did Jeff get, Tony, to win? I think, I, I don't know whether he got halfway down 41, but, I mean, like, Jeff Rogers was only just persuaded to to go in those championships just barely days before it started, yeah. you know, and that was probably one of the better decisions he's ever made in his career. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, so I mean that was my enduring uh, memory of that one. Now, what about China? Oh, disaster. <laughs> Jamie went right before me. He totally bombed. And I went right after him, completely bombed. And that was 05, right? Yeah, that was 05. And that, and that was my, actually my best season ever. Um, I, I had had my, I'd won the most majors. I broke two world records that year. Wow. Um, it's just, I don't know what it is. The world's has not been really, you know, in my favor too much <laughs> for the world championships. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, I mean, I hate to, hate to even mention this. The most enduring memory of the World Championships in respect to you was 2013, mm-hmm. where you were coming back at what was it, 38 off or something like that, and you blew the tail yep. on 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 three ball. You but you you needed at least four to make it through, and you blew the tail. Was that chilly? That was chilly. Oh, yeah. it was horrible. I know. I was skiing on Maple skis, and I remember like seeing how bummed Andy was and Dina and I was like oh I just I just felt I felt terrible I skied so bad and I was bummed wow yeah and I mean you've been you've skied in how many world championships now you've uh I mean since what was it Columbia. uh 19 uh, Columbia 1997 so I mean you've skied in a good in a fair few of them now so mm-hmm. all right so we're in the world championship year 2021 uh I mean, it's going to be challenging. I mean, it's going to be challenging for a lot of people just to make it. But I agree. Do you, is there anything in your mind that would suggest that, that the World Championships this time around is going to work out differently? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think, number one, it's kind of – I ski there a lot. Uh-huh. Um, with Team Syndicate, of with course. With Team Syndicate, yeah. And I, I, as of right now as we speak, I, I'm confident and I feel my skiing progressing, you know, each week. Um. And I agree with you. I think the scores are going to be, if, if the conditions are good, I think the scores will be off the charts this year, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean that's a man-made facility. I mean, every, everything about that is, I mean, is going to be absolutely tip-top. Yes. Certainly. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to think of, of the next potential question on, questioning on here, you know, because, I mean, you've, You've skied in all these world championships. You've been disappointed on on a number of occasions. You've probably got one or two one or two medals out out mm-hmm. out of that deal. And I basically I basically ask you if it's if it's going to be different. And I mean, you gave the, gave the answer to that question. But you know, it. I mean, does that come, does that come in time in your mind where you like say, okay, well, the world championships 
just ain't for me. I mean, mm-hmm. and just and just just decide come no come October November, you know, let the young guys have their fun, you know, and, yep. I'll, and I'll and I'll just and I'll just stick around and watch them duke it out. Yeah, I mean, I've I've I get I've had those feelings. Um, definitely right now, the way my season's going and how I'm feeling and some personal goals that I'm setting. I mean, I would love to go to the Worlds and and have a great prelim and a great final, you know. I'm not saying go out there and, and go try to win the thing. I mean, that would be absolutely amazing, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But I do want to go there and ski well. Yeah, there wouldn't be a dry eye in the house, I, t- I would tell you, if uh, <laughs> if you come through and, play, and, and placed in the top three, I'll tell you. That'd be great. Yeah, certainly would be. So, other goals that you have in life? I mean, obviously, you've... I mean, you've had your highs, had your lows, you've broken world records, you've done pretty much everything, almost everything within the sport. But what goals do you seek beyond the realm of water skiing that you want that you want to try? Is there, is there, is there anything you've wanted to try, like skydive or anything like that? Actually, yes, I'd love to go skydiving. Um, that's actually on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, you know, possibly career-wise, I'd like to... Um, you know, go back to it again and try it again is 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 to be in the real estate business. You know, my mom's been a lakefront specialist for uh-huh. what thirty years now. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a great you know avenue for me. Yeah, you know, because there's so many skiers that want to buy houses, buy and, homes. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a, a possibility. And that's all I know right now. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that well, that's good. Well, we'll round off the interview right here. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you've got goals, you've got ambitions, and stuff like that uh, going forwards. And I and I certainly appreciate your candor in in answering some of those somewhat difficult questions going you, down mem- memory lane. But you know. I asked you a question in regards to your family and, and obviously very, very instrumental in, the, in them being involved in your career. But what about some of the other folks that you want, you want a possibility, uh, possibly give thanks to? You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, definitely my wife, Kayla. He, she has been in my corner, a supporter before we even married. I mean, she's been by my side and been just such an awesome wife and person. I love being with her and um, we have our own little world together. She's not an athlete. We just have our own little cool little deal going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got some good friends in my circle, and they know who they are, and I really appreciate them. And um, I actually I have a few personal sponsors as well that help support me along the way. Because like you said earlier, you know, at my age right now, I don't I don't have those huge sponsors that I used to have, and I'm fine with that, and I'm at peace with that, and I understand it's it's a business, and that's fine, and life is good. Excellent stuff. Well, you've been listening to uh, to Chris Parrish. My name is Tony Lightfoot. This has been the latest episode of the TWBC podcast. And until next time, I will say uh, ciao for now. Uh, Say goodbye to good folks. Thank you, Tony. All right. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcasts.